Breaking news from The Athletic. Welcome, everybody. This is Derek Bonner, joined by Rich Hoffman on a brief Sixers beat, a part of The Athletic's podcast network. The Sixers hired a head coach after a, a month-long search. Doc Rivers, Glenn Rivers, there's only, as Mark Zumoff will tell you many times, there's only one doc in Philly, to a, I believe it is a five-year deal uh, yep. to be the Sixers. Sham Strani, I reported that. Yep. New head coach. I guess we'll just start off real quick with what your sort of initial uh, initial impressions are. It's fine, right? I mean, it, it's a thing that if you've listened to us talk on the podcast about Brett Brown for the past five years, we didn't think Brett Brown was the problem or, or the main problem. So, you know, could Doc Rivers be a, you know, an, an improvement over Brett? Maybe, but but the team is going to get better if their uh, if their roster and their players get better. That's the way that's going to work. As, as far as who they hire, though, it's not like you're going to say, uh, "All right, we're not going to hire a coach going into the season." So they they did have to hire somebody, and you know it looks like they stepped up with a five year deal for Doc. I you know we don't have the financials, and oftentimes that doesn't come out that easily with the coaches. It's not like uh, like player contracts, but I would imagine they paid a lot of money for him. And I think it's uh I think it's fine. I mean, I Doc Rivers is an above average coach. I would have said that even I mean, I'll say that even after his rough playoff exit, but he's he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. Now, I don't know what that number is, you know, you want to say top 8, top 10, whatever, but uh he's somebody who has a history of coaching star players. He is you know, he's won a championship that was a long time ago, obviously, and he has the recent kind of playoff implosions with a couple of those Clippers teams. But but ultimately, I think it's a fine hire. You know, I, I don't want to make too big of a deal of it and say, hey, this team was uh, was one Doc Rivers away from winning a championship. Right. But as far as the, uh, the coaches that were available, I, I think it's a decent pick for sure. He has had one of the more interesting career arcs as a head coach. Pretty much been, what, I think a head coach in 2021 20, of the last 22 seasons, something of that. Sort. I think he had a year off um, yeah. after Orlando. And year off on the, TV, but yeah. The, the only, well, yeah, sure. The only, the only time he hasn't been a head coach in the NBA since, I mean, in 1999. Fired from Orlando, was really probably on the precipice of being fired in Boston before they made, uh, you know, before they acquired the big three. Won a title and has had a, um, has been gainfully employed ever since. Depending on which part of Doc Rivers' career arc you look at i think people would have placed him in maybe the bottom 10 coaches the top five coaches and now probably somewhere in the 8 to 14 ish range i think that's probably a fair way to look at it i think he is a like you said a good coach you know i think when you look at the sixers there are three things you really wanted out of the next coach you wanted a really creative offensive mind to see if you can make these really weird pieces fit and that would have made Mike D'Antoni really interesting. You wanted somebody who can motivate Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, whether that is Joel Embiid to get in tip-top shape or Ben Simmons to grow out of his comfort zone. And, you know, you wanted somebody who had been in big games. Now, Doc has won big games. He has lost big games, and we'll get into that more later. Uh, but he has at least been in those big moments. And certainly, I think, you know, when you talk about People talk about like get, getting a taskmaster on Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. 
and that can that's that's a real tough line to walk. And I think Doc has sort of the clout and the credibility as both a former player and a longtime head coach and a championship winning coach, and just in terms of a personality, where I think he can get the most out of his players and his stars without sort of crossing that line where, I mean, they hate him, they refuse to play for him. I, I think he can find that balancing act probably better than most. I think that might be one of his bigger strengths as a head coach. I just think he has that credibility as as not only a coach, but a, a person, as a human being. And like I said, and that personality, where I think that might be, you know, you have a lot to learn about the Sixers and what you can expect out of Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons over the next five years is one of them. And I do think he he will help in that regard. Yeah, can he build the type of culture and trust and respect that he built in Boston with KG and Pierce and Rondo to an extent? And those guys will tell you that, you know, while it seems like he's a player's coach, he can ride you pretty hard too. And so, so that's what you're talking about a little bit with that balancing act. Can he do that? Because some of his more recent teams, the uh, the chemistry wasn't as good, and no. that's part of the reason he got fired. Um, for what all of three days he was unemployed with uh, with the Clippers. But yeah, you know, I think he is kind of what we talk about when you know the coach is often very uh, his success is very tied to the environment and the team that they're, uh, that they're placed in. And I think that the hope is with doc that he can get the most out of Embiid and Simmons. That's job number one. And as far as like people you could get around the league, first off, we didn't really think he was going to be available for a lot of this time. He's one of the first names I would say, you know, I think he certainly has a certain level of gravitas around the league like you said, he's been coaching for 20-something years. He's coached a lot of really good players. Um, and he's been in a lot of big games, too. So, like, walking into a locker room, you would think there would be a certain level of respect with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. But, hey, we got we got to see it and, and how it turns out. You know, that's that's the thing with these coaches. This isn't uh, LeBron James walking in and you knowing that you're going to get the 50 wins right away. Yeah. Yep. I guess where where they go from here. It'll be real interesting because, you know, Elton Brand did mention that they were looking at the entire basketball operations staff. Um, they were evaluating them. To this point, no changes have been made. Doc Rivers, he had what I think like a four, four or five year period where he was a president of basketball operations. Will he get any kind of say in that? We will see how that shakes out. Will they make any more changes? Did not do a good job with those uh, with those basketball operations experience. The joke was always that he was... Uh, he was assembling the Eastern Conference All-Star team from about six years prior. <laughs> yeah, and I, look, I don't think any coach should have. And we've we've had a, we've had our complaints about the front office. I don't think, think a coach should have that say. It's too much for one person. The perspectives need to be different. So we will see whether or not. I mean, it it'll just be interesting to see what they um what they do in that department there. I guess that's a a good enough place to wrap this up here. We will have a longer podcast out either later tonight or tomorrow. Thank you, Rich, for jumping on. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later, man.